This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you... You listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers of discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always... Rebel scum indeed. Hey everyone, it's James. Heidi Stan. Thanks, Stan's listening in his bed. This is awesome. We are just going unleashed today uh, because some Star Wars stuff has come up uh, that I wanted to talk about. That I think we should talk about because tomorrow, look, tomorrow we're going to be at over heels for for uh, Mandalorian chapter twenty, directed by Grief Carga. Uh, by the way, watching Predator the other night, Aaron and I decided to put on Predator and watch it. What a great movie. Absolutely love Predator. You can't go wrong with it, of course. It's like, uh, while we get, before we get into the show, I'm just going to get a few things up. We are planning on, there's, there's a plan in the works for more videos on this channel and videos, more videos and returning videos on the digital charcuterie channel. Speaking of that, we got the casual pop fan here. Yeah. I don't know his name. Steve, did, uh, hey, Steve. Where did you dig me up from? <laughs> from the old Super Tuesdays on digital charcuterie. I was just saying they are going to. So Heidi's going to bed soon to watch The Mandalorian. This is just going to be a short, a short video. Because Steve, you are, you know, it's actually good that you're on this right now because this is a, a, a Dale Erdman's here. If you haven't seen this for so long, we try to show up once in a while. Uh, here's the thing. So Star Wars is in flux. I think it's thriving on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, people, there have been the debates on is this good, is it not good, whatever. That's besides the point. But I think we've gotten quality. I was talking to some Star Wars fans as of late who, you know, they said Obi-Wan Kenobi was the most perfect show they've ever seen. Sure, you could debate it, but, I mean, if fans are feeling that, fans are feeling that. I thought Andor was brilliant, and it was a different direct, something in a little different direction, which I think is nice for Star Wars to go in. I am one of the seven people that loved Book of Boba Fett, but again, it was that felt like it would have been a novel in 1999, and instead we got it on TV. So how do you complain about that? How do you complain when you got something on TV that typically you would have had to have read? I guess Carl Weathers did spoil the title on Twitter. I'm not going to say what it was um, here. And then, of course, we got Mandalorian, which is fantastic as well. Ahsoka's coming out, blah, 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 blah. But Steve, theatrically, Star Wars hasn't been in the theater since 2019, since before COVID hit us. It's way before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Patty Jenkins comes, leaves. Oh, like, it's been like, and the thing is, if you go way back, Josh Trent came and went, the, the, uh, the 
Game of Thrones guys came and went. Ryan Johnson has seemingly come and went after what he did. You know, was, you could believe his trilogy is coming no matter what. That's kind of coming up. They they can't seem to nail down someone to direct or write these movies. Now there's a report that came out last night that we're gonna I'm gonna show on here and discuss because we're gonna go right to above the line, which is the source. Could be bogus, could not be. But Dame, Damon Lindelof spoke at South by Southwest, I think like uh, six or seven days ago. And he said that, it, you know, he said something crucial that I really want to bring up. But let's go to this um, story. Steve, are you ready for the story? I'm ready. Ready as you ever will be. Let's see if I know how to do this. This is a story. Yeah, let's put up the wrong. me in suspense here. Can you see it? Is it on? No, I don't see it. You don't see it? No. Is that a yes? No. Does anyone see it? I can't see anything right now. Just put it on your phone and just hold it up. I might just read it off my phone. I thought it was. It says it's screen sharing. This is weird. This is uh, uh, this is uncomfortable for everybody. <laughs> I have this to go raw. through. This. <laughs> How you do? Oh yeah, it's just me looking at my phone like a moron. So stop sharing. Uh, and that did not work. All right, <laughs> nothing is working. Oh, Dale says no. What size of it's nine? It's uh. It's 20 tomorrow, I think. All right, so let's go right to the source on AboveTheLine.com. Jeff Snyder is the scooper here. Uh, There's been a disturbance on the fourth. Damon Lindelof and Justin Britt Gibson have exited the Star Wars project that Charmaine Obeyed Kinoy remains slated to direct. So they were writing it, and now they submitted a draft of the screenplay in February, and they have since parted ways. And this is what Damon Lindelof said just a few days ago at South by Southwest to Slash Phil. I will just say that for reasons that I can't get into on this Sunday morning, on this day, the degree of difficulty is extremely, extremely high, said Lindelof. If it can't be great, it shouldn't exist. That's all I'll say, because I have the same association with it as you do, which is it's the first movie I saw sitting in my dad's lap, four years old, May of 77. I think it's possible that sometimes when you hold something in such high reverence and esteem, you start to get in the kitchen and you just go, maybe I shouldn't be cooking. Maybe I should just be eating. We'll just leave it at that. Uh, so before I talk anymore, and I'm going to take a break now, Steve, what are your thoughts on everything I just bat at you right there? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I... – a lot of that's news to me. Um, sounds like there's a lot, like you said, a lot of different cooks in the kitchen. Um, uh, I'm having a hard time understanding. Just This is from a casual fan at best. You know, I'm not a deep dive person for Star Wars. Um, I've, I don't understand what's, what's next for Star Wars. Uh, I don't understand anything that you just said about the, uh, the directing. And anyone in the chat, guys, talk. Let us know what you think. Because I've got... Opinion, Steve. Okay. Well, I have big time opinions. Explain it and to me like I'm five. <laughs> but here's the thing. I also have opinions on what he said. Because I, I think what he said, and I think his, I, I think he came to this understanding, and I respect this, and I appreciate this, and understand that other filmmakers who try to get into Star Wars don't quite have and haven't quite nailed. And I think this comes down, this is my problem with the handling of Luke Skywalker in the sequel trilogy is exactly what he's kind of saying here. And that is, you grow up loving something, you're almost too 
attached to it and you go into this project as a fan, not as a storyteller first. And I think that's, that's going to be a problem with a lot of Star Wars. Uh, how do I, not Star Wars projects coming up, but, but the possibility of these, of these people that want to make Star Wars, that's what's going to be. And you look at the accolade, and again, Dale helped me here. I can't remember uh, the showrunner's name on that show because I never can. Uh, Leslie Headland, I think, has, has always said, you know, that she, and I don't really appreciate, I didn't really like this, but now I'm kind of appreciating more where she's like, I don't want to tell the story of Luke Skywalker. I would rather die or something, mm-hmm. paraphrasing. Like she has no interest in that. And I almost feel like those type of people who are very much separate from the obsession of Star Wars might be the filmmakers to create Star Wars, right? It's the, it's the people that have an understanding of it and appreciation for it, but can separate all of that from the story that needs to be told. And I think Favreau and Filoni have been doing a good job because Filoni came from from your son's favorite Avatar, The Last Airbender. That's where Filoni came from. And he loved Star Wars, but he was brought into it and he kind of learned. Mm-hmm. And so that I think it's going to take those type of filmmakers, not someone who is just like, you know what? I love Star Wars. I want to make Star Wars because they might be too close to the well, source, to the material. And a little too passionate. Too passionate. Yeah. And then, and then you get, you know, and I always say this on here, but my problem with Luke Skywalker wasn't that he was miserable and it wasn't this or that. It was that in The Force Awakens, he was a myth, right? He was bigger than life. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but when you watch the originals, you get to this point where you're like, I don't think Luke ever would have wanted that for himself. And I'm not sure how, and I'm sure novels, I think novels have kind of dealt with it a little, but I'm not sure how you get to that point based on everything we've seen in the original trilogy. It's not like they were all like, and Luke's going to go fight Vader on the Death Star. That's never a thing. Like we never, he never lets anyone know. He just kind of burns Vader alone in the, off to the side. And then in the sequels, they built made him be this bigger than life thing. Now, in between that time, the, the time period that Mandalorian is, and all that stuff is dealing with, maybe we're going to learn about that, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But my big thing was always like they kind of overvalued Luke. And even when you read the Michael Arndt stuff before J.J. Abrams came in, he's like, every time you put Luke Skywalker in a scene, he steals it. Why? Because the the writers are overvaluing Luke Skywalker in those moments. That's how I feel. And I think what Lindelof is saying is kind of on those lines where he's so connected to it that he almost can't separate he can't separate his his fandom for it from what's right for the story okay well is that better suited for the streaming versus for a 2025 film like to to dive into this little pocket verses or pockets of, uh, of fandoms that, you know, want to see what happened with, uh, you know, Luke Skywalker and how he got to be that point. Or like, it, do we know what the, the, the film, where no, they're no, going to be going with it? Well, they, there is, it's all rumors. Everything is rumor and speculation. They're going to, they might still announce it at Star Wars Celebration, but I think if it's, Heidi's saying it's still on track, which is true. They have a new writer in already. These mm-hmm. kind of things happen all the time. I, my my concern with the announcement of 2025, and let me know if you disagree, Steve, or anybody in the chat disagrees, is my concern is, like I said, yeah, Trank, Game of Thrones, the Ryan Johnson trilogy, Patty Jenkins, where's Taika Waititi, Kevin Feige. So many names have come in and come out on Star Wars, and they basically announced, this. they didn't announce this Lindelof film, but it was 
everyone kind of knew it was happening. And, and it's just, if you announced this Star Wars movie this early on, where you just hired a new writer a month and a half, two months prior, mm-hmm. I who's to say that movie's going to happen? And then if it doesn't, if something falls apart, and obviously there, everyone at Lucasfilm is going to do what they can to make this movie happen. But what if it doesn't? Then that's another another film that went by the wayside. And I forgot, Lord and Miller, the, the solo guys. Like, there's so so much to happen that I think announcing this a celebration might be too much too soon. Too soon? Yeah. Because we don't they don't know what they have right now. And, I mean, they might know something. But, again, yeah, like, you hire this writer to come in. You have a director in place. It happened with J.J. Abrams on The Force Awakens. They had a script. They had a writer for it. He came in. He rewrote it with Lawrence Kasdan. And they had a time crunch and I, and it worked out, obviously it made one point, whatever billion dollars. And, you know, people were excited and brought Star Wars back, but I just don't know if you go down this rabbit hole of announcing a film until maybe, maybe, maybe you get a cast announcement. Yeah, that, that would be more, uh, more suited for the fans, but, um, yeah, that's a that's a tricky uh, that's that's a tricky position to put him in. Uh, sorry, just reading the comment there from yeah, Dale. And Dale just said that he that Lindelof handed in the script. He didn't like it, and they said, "We'll work with it." Uh, I don't I don't know. I'm just I. They never. The thing is, they never announced this movie. Mm-hmm. The Lindelof movie has never been officially announced. So fans can't complain that they keep announcing things. When they never announce this one, they announced, like I said, Trank and Miller and all those things. But this one was never actually announced. Dale, what do you know, no, 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 knowing? No. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It might be knowing me or Heidi. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Well, I don't know what's being known right now. But this is where I'm at with Star Wars. Is you have to. I, I just, I just think they should take their time. And there's a rush to get the movie to 2025. Iger's in place now, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure if it is Iger. So I'm not sure if if Iger's going to take a step back and be like, no, we have to take our time with this. But I think I, I do think if this was the episode 10 movie, I think that's the right move. I think you continue yeah. with 10. It doesn't have to be. Ray-centric, Finn-centric, Poe-centric, but I think it's got to be 10. I think if you're going to bring us back to the movies, it's got to be the episodic stuff. You branch out, though. You just And again, what I thought they should have done with the sequels was branch out. Make them about Ray, Finn, and Poe. Go that direction. Have the characters that we know and love here, but go this way and leave them here and tell us more and let the story just keep expanding and growing. And I think they're doing something like that with the High Republic, although they're dealing with they go back in time all the time. And I mm-hmm. think that's what you need to do. You just got to keep Keep the story progressing. And the big thing for me, Steve, I don't know how you feel, is they have to figure out what the purpose of the movie is. What well, is the why? I mean, again, I, 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 correct me if I'm wrong here, but is the purpose to establish a new set of three films or are we still just talking just one? one. So could, it, one. could it be a one-off like a solo story? But in this time, it's Ray and Finn and Poe go camping and something terrible goes wrong. Like I hope each, that's what happened. Yeah. Does each movie have to be up against the evil empire? Could they not find something else, someone else to to, to fight, or you know, to, to some some other form of drama? 
I saw someone say a little while ago that there was like, what, 15, 16 years between Jedi and Phantom Menace, 10 years between Sith and Force Awakens. And to your point, maybe they take time and figure out something other than an evil empire mm-hmm. to come up on it. And I look, for me, look, if I'm, I will be honest with you and the six people watching right now, what I would do is I would just do Indiana Jones in space, but have someone trying to rebirth the Sith. Someone trying, and, and the whole thing is about trying to find like a Sith art holocron or something. Something mm-hmm. simple. And that's what it is. And you make it simple because then you can branch out and you can spread on and on and on and on. Because Star Wars, as much as, you know, people don't want to believe this anymore, it's about Jedi and Sith, dark and light, blah, 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 blah. That's what Star Wars ultimately is about. The other stuff is fun and fun. Like Andor is fantastic. Mandalorian yeah. is fantastic. But at, but at the end of the day, these movies were about good versus evil, dark side versus light side, Jedi versus Sith. Just bring it back to that. Sim- simplify. Make it simple. How a new hope is it's Mario Brothers. It's like the the most simplistic plot. It's like we've got to go save this princess. Oh no, the the planet we've gone to is now in a million pieces. We have to save her from the space station. That's all it is. It's just about the hero saving the princess. It's so simple. Bring it back, simplify, and I think that's how you start it anew again. No, I I agree with that. That's a uh... Yeah, you need to, yeah, like I said, just go back, find find this a, a simple beginning to uh, tell a new story, and maybe you could strike gold and create create a new character. I would love to see, you know, you said good side, dark side. Where's the shades of gray? Show me a shades of gray. Show me the bounty hunter. She can make a movie about Ray chasing after a bounty hunter or something. Someone's coming after, or maybe bounty hunters are coming after her. Some person's uh, upset about her involvement in the uh, in the takedown of the the new. Uh, just, I'm spitballing here, but you know that there, there are other there are other avenues to go. I'm I'm I I don't mind if they venture away from Sith versus Jedi. Find someone else. Find another bad guy. That's why I like Caravan of Courage. <laughs> You're up against the uh, the the, 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 the snow it. monster. But I, I think I think they like strip it down. Just make something simple, and then from there you can build off of it and keep going, going because the good thing with star Wars is you've got star, you've got 11 movies in your back pocket mm-hmm. that you can borrow from and whenever you want, you could say oh, like any, like there's so many details in these, like Andor was genius in the way that it was like, everyone's like, there's no star Wars in it. And then all of a sudden they got to arrest Cassie and Andor and they use a K2 droid. Mm-hmm. They, they have that droid come in. And even though, I mean, cause it's very rogue one, but you have these things in your back pocket. You have Saw Gerrera in your back pocket. So you don't need to go run out of the gate with that, but you you could always go back and just take it like over. Oh, we're, we're kind of strength from Star Wars. Oh, here's a here's a uh, a C three PO type droid. Here's a here's a astromech droid. Here's a Gungan because we need Gungans back. There's little things you can do that just all of a sudden bring it in. You keep it simple, and then you expand from there. And I, I think and Marvel's the same way. And I think you agree where it's and DC. Well, DC is DC, but Marvel, where they they've just gone so like Iron Man one is pretty stripped down in comparison yeah. to what we're getting now, right? Like I know the Eternals mystifies you with the the thing at the end, and it's like <laughs> they, like everything is a world ending crisis, and all these movies now, it's yeah. like maybe we want to see something a little bit more intimate. 
And that's not that's not just a Star Wars problem. That's that's all over most most of the franchises. Just reading the chat. I bring my, bring Anakin back and end the story with a happy ending and a Mortis and a new Mortis. Dave, take care. Thanks. Hi, Charlie. Um, yeah, I mean, I thought episode nine should have ended with R two D two being shut down at the very end, like looking up into space, and then his Iris was the final as his shutting down Iris was the final Iris of all the Star Wars because that's mm-hmm. how they all end. I thought that's another. They had it there. I think you got to go 10. You got to strip it down, make it simple, and then let the story tell itself, right? Do one movie, strip it down. Then the next movie is a sequel to that movie. And then you can worry about making two, three, or four. But make one solid film. And um, I mean, this is all based on nothing. This is just, this article comes out. It might be bogus. It might not be. I don't think it is based on what he said last week at South by Southwest. Mm -hmm. But it feels like he was too close to it. And he didn't have it where he wanted to get it. And he's probably, honestly, on too much of a time crunch to get it to where he wants to go because they want to hit that 2025 date for whatever reason. Disney's like, we need to make money in 2025. Avatar won't be ready in time. We need Star Wars. And the reality is Avatar 2 took 13 years and it's the second highest grossing movie of all time. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe the lesson should be don't rush these things. Let James Cameron do it all. And there's plenty of Star Wars elsewhere to, to make their money, <laughs> to, keep, to, keep, to whet the, the fans' appetites. Yeah, maybe they just do a Baby Yoda movie. <laughs> how, amazing would it be, how amazing would that be if they just do a Baby Yoda movie? I want to say one thing. Uh, we are going to do more of these live shows uh, on Rebel Scum. Like I said, Digital Charcuterie is getting more shows and Rebel Scum. Rebel Scum, Patreon. Um, not this week, obviously, but going forward, maybe next week, but probably the week after. Uh, we haven't decided what uh, Patreon rank, though. There's going to be a link, so the second half of the show, anyone on Patreon that wants to join will be able to join the discussion Sweet. for the last last half hour. This one's going to be a half-hour show. Next, When those ones come, there'll be an hour, so it'll be one half-hour. Well, it might be whatever. We'll figure it out. But you will get a link to join the show so you could talk to Steve and tell him that he is a hater of Star Wars. <laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> maybe, maybe you guys can teach me how to share my screen on Streamyard because it did not work at all. Apparently, <laughs> it took over. It said that I was sharing it, so who knows? But I, look, I, I, I imagine whatever Star Wars we get, because the reality is, I know people hate the Last Jedi, uh, and they hate uh, some people hate no, they hate Rise of Skywalker. And then The Last Jedi is The Last Jedi. They haven't, for my money, they haven't been horrid yet. We haven't got a horrible Star Wars movie. Um, the Rise of Skywalker, I think it's fun. It's very predictable in a lot of, and some of it's lame, but I think it's a lot of fun. I think it could have used a little bit more thought in it, but it is a lot of fun. The Last Jedi might have too much thought in it. It's not as much fun, but it's a good, solid film. And The Force Awakens, is, it, it, it was a, a really fun time in the movie theater. It was a great way to bring Star Wars, Star Wars back. Mm-hmm. And I just, you, you, and, and then you have Solo and Rogue One, and, 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 uh, and it, I don't know. It, what is everyone's favorite Star Wars film in the Disney era? Is it Rogue One? I know it's not your wife's. 
<laughs> well, I, I would say it's mine. Actually, no, that's a very good point. Because after watching Andor, I went back and watched Rogue One, and I really appreciated it more so a few years later. I appreciated it more after the fact. So, yeah, I, I, I would go for Rogue One personally. But that's the thing. My son, he, he yeah. didn't grow up watching uh, the, the original Star Wars. Like, for him, the last three were the, the first ones he saw. So he would pick any one of those three. He loved them all. Like, he doesn't have these complaints that uh, a lot of the fans you know, kind of nitpick about and have the debate between, you know, The Last Jedi or, or Skywalker. Um, you know, for him, it's all just Star Wars. It's all fun. See, I, I do think that the nitpicking of these, there was no online, real online. Oh, Desi. There was no online, really, when the prequels came out. Mm -hmm. Um I think the hatred was more for those. I think it was like people were like, like Jar Jar Binks, I think, got it as much as Ryan Johnson got it. Like, he got it bad. This is before Twitter and all that stuff. So, I, mm -hmm. I, I just think Star Wars will always be hated, but it's that generation. The generation of kids that are watching are the ones that are going to be telling 20 years from now. Yeah, and, that and then is like, 10, years like, from, 10 years from now, they're going to appreciate the, the Disney era. Uh, because that's what they were growing raised on. And your son is going to hate the next movie. Exactly. He's it's going to hate it. It, 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 it. it all happens for a reason. <laughs> Disney does his best. <laughs> wrong account. I, that, that's, where I, that's where I am. I think the, that's why I don't, I mean, I have my opinions of the sequels, but I don't really live on them because I, they're not nostalgic yet. They haven't mm -hmm. lived with me for time. Like Attack of the Clones, I always say Attack of the Clones was the most disappointed I ever ever been coming out of a Star Wars movie. Even though it was only like my second one watching for the first time at the time, because I didn't grow up old enough to go see the, the movies in theaters. But I came out of Attack of the Clones disappointed. The second time I saw it in the theater, I was less disappointed. And now, and I know everybody hates that movie, but now I love Attack of the Clones. When I think of Star Wars, my mind, for whatever reason, goes for the chase on Coruscant and the, the speeder cars with Obi-Wan and Anakin. I don't know why, but I've had 20 plus years now of that movie being in my life, and I don't ignore it. If I'm going to do it, when Aaron and I were dating, she was like, I want to watch Star Wars, and I put on a Phantom Menace. <laughs> she was like, well, I want to watch Star Theater. I said, you are. And we watched all of them, and she loved the prequels. And, and but, it, I, but I did that because Star Wars is Star Wars, and these movies... Even I love doing the rankings on January 1st. I have a lot of fun with those. But mm -hmm. Star Wars is Star Wars. And we shouldn't necessarily be picking them all apart. It should just be, hey, it's Star Wars. It's a good time. You might like some better than others. I'm not saying that. You might even hate one of them or two of them. That's fine. But it's all one continuous story. And it shouldn't really matter. And that's why when people complain about, you know, oh, I have to watch the book of Boba Fett to see what happened to, to Grogu. Tough bananas it's all the same universe it's one giant thing so and, and and i think it's even more one giant thing than marvel is one giant thing because star wars is just star, star wars isn't as is in a film studio star wars is a story mm -hmm. yeah maul is the best that's why your son's smart <laughs> well you know and that's you know, that is the beauty of it like as you know, I, I wasn't a big fan of uh, the, the first two episodes of the, this new season of Mandalorian. I found them kind of boring, and I got my, I got chewed out for it by somebody who said it's the greatest thing ever because he was invested in the story of the Mandalorians. Um, whereas for me, you know, 
not so much but episode i never said i never trashed it i didn't say it was bad i just said i'm not enjoying the first two episodes but i see where they're going and then episode three boom i loved it it was great no complaints does he does he? yes james's do love the prequels that is one thing that our namesake has his prequel love. but you weren't alone in what you thought of the first two episodes i really liked the first two episodes i love the third episode obviously and i think the first the, the the tease in the third episode is some of the best star wars all in all that i think we've gotten it was so much fun like i, I don't know how anyone could watch that and not <clears throat> i think if you watch the first 10 minutes of that episode and you do enjoy it star wars is just not for you it's just like maybe you yeah maybe you should move on to night court because there's just it's just you're never gonna like it and then that's how it is and i think but i think but also i i also feel like the mandalorian i said this last week where the mandalorian kind of ended um in season two the whole the mandalorian story that we were watching ended with grogu being shipped off to luke in luke's academy Mm -hmm. and, and i'm fine with that and now i think we're getting a new this is like the second mandalorian story where we're following these characters but it's a whole different journey like the first journey ended now what's going on and this is going to deal more with the mandalorian stuff which honestly just like you when i was first inundated with mandalorian lore i was not into it i remember star wars celebration brock were you sitting there and they're showing us the Rebels season premiere of, I think, the final season. And it was all about Mandalore. And we're sitting there like, oh, God, more man, Like, because we weren't into Mandalore stuff. Now, this is now six years later on this. Mm -hmm. But now I'm, I don't know if I'm all, 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 all in on Mandalore, but I love it. And I'm really in on Mandalore. Like, I'm like, give me the Mandalore stuff. It got me there. Like, that season sold me so much on it. I know the Clone Wars had a lot, like, a lot of it. So I think, I, and it might not be the same for you, but I think if the season kind of progresses the way the Rebels season did, mm -hmm. you might actually find yourself being like, oh, I'm really digging the Mandalorian and stuff. Because at first I wasn't. I was like, I don't care. I don't care. And then I got to a point where I was like, okay, I care. I care. And then they announced the show. I was like, okay, now I really care. And, and I think that's where we are right now. Ray and Yoda did for now. Yeah. Um, yeah, anyway, that's where I am. That's how I feel about uh, Mandalorian. I think, I think, I want to know what you think when the, maybe when the season's over, if mm -hmm. you're more interested in the lore of Mandalore, because I think I think this season, like I said, is, is more than anything else. Is this is the sum of all of its parts. Boba Fett, Book of Boba Fett, I think was that way as well, and I think Andor was definitely that way for sure. Although although Andor was so well crafted that, it, you know, it was a little bit different. But I think I think that these shows, especially Obi Wan, Obi Wan more than anything, it needs you need the whole thing. You need the whole thing to appreciate what it is mm -hmm. more than anything. You still don't have to like it. I'm not saying you're, you're not. I just think this season more than the other seasons is. Is it's it's not each episode isn't its own storyline. It's it's the overall story, and I think that's because it's dealing so much with Mandalore. But now, obviously, last week we learned from Pershing and everything. We're learning more about the Empire or the New Republic as well. Yeah, the, the beginning of uh, how that came to be, and I and actually that was that that was my favorite part of the episode was actually getting into expanding into that lore, finding out. What are the beginning stages of the of, of the new order? 
of the first order. Sorry. Yeah, I saw people complain about that stuff, and that surprised me. It's like well, it's probably the same people it. that complained about an episode of Mandalorian being smack dab in the middle of Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, and this is you know what I think though, and I, and I said this to to someone last week. I said you know what I I think I, I feel like this episode they learned from that, and they're like, well, this is all about that, but let's appease them by bookending it with the Mandalorian stuff. So at least the Mandalorian was in the episode because he's not. This was an hour long episode, and he's not in forty minutes of it. Like I'm, that's an entire episode without Mandalorian, essentially. But I will say the beginning and the end were phenomenal. And I don't know if Pershing and uh, whatever her name is are coming back. What's her name? Klein Kane. If they're ever coming back this season or not. I feel like they are because they are characters from this show. Or maybe they're going to get a spinoff. Who knows? But I, 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 I thought it was great. And I think, you know, what they're doing is they're, they're just pushing forward. And they're giving you the little pieces of information that you need each and every week to understand where you're going. Mm-hmm. And in the end... We're going to look back and we're going to know, oh, there was a plan. They saw it through. Fantastic. Next. Yep. We're, uh, by the end of it, we're going to find out that Grogu was responsible for the First Order. Calling it. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> They're going to find and, a way to tie those two storylines together somehow. I, I, It blew my mind that in season two, though, they, brought, they kind of brought Snoke in with the cloning stuff. Mm-hmm. And then this season... I was like, oh, we're going to see how they get Snoke. And then she's like, nah, we're going to wipe his mind with the mind. I was like, what is happening here? What's going on? I, 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 that's what I love about it. I love the twists and turns. It's like, you think it's going in this direction? Like, nope, we're going to take it out. Uh, Disney thinks that uh, Pershing is a really interesting character. I'm interested to see what happens to him next. Her name is Elia Kane, a lying Kane. Ooh, Heidi. Look at that. Uh, and Dale says, yeppers. So all little pieces of information here going on mm-hmm. in Mandalorian. Absolutely love it. I hope whether or not, I think we're going to get them back. But this episode of Mandalorian obviously reminded me of, of Andor a lot more. Reminded me of a lot of people more. I love being on Coruscant. I love the prequel planets. Get me to the, bring in the prequel planets. I absolutely love them. I, though, I really want to see Jar Jar in some, I know he's on Naboo at this point, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I want to see Jar Jar come back in some capacity. Um, he doesn't have to talk. I said he doesn't even have to talk. I just want to see Jar Jar. I want to see a Gungan. They, be... They've been. Hmm. I said you you want to find out what happened. I don't necessarily need to see what happened. Yeah, exactly. Darth Jar Jar. I still think. Look, man, you want to blow everyone's minds with episode nine, ten, or ten, eleven, twelve. You make the first episode about finding a Sith holocron or artifact. The second, and then at the end of that movie, the person brings the Sith artifact into his leader, and it is evil Jar- Darth Jar Jar there trying to restore the Sith order. All of a sudden, everyone is happy, everyone's ecstatic, and he goes, "Misa Jar Jar Binks," and then he and then he force chokes the person, and they died. So I do it, KK. Give me a call. Also, I got to check my watch. And Kathleen Kennedy was just fired. Out the one day we're gonna make this joke, and she's either gonna step down or be fired. Before we leave, though, I do want to bring up people have been talking about Kathleen Kennedy how she's doing a terrible job. Blah 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 blah. I think the the reality is we don't know if she's doing a good job 
or a horrible job, right? Like, I'm not in those rooms. I don't know. She has a track record that says that she's good at her job. I don't know. So far, like I said, the movies, I mean, people have been very vocal about the hatreds of the movies, but they were also very vocal. But the hatred of George Lucas's prequel movies as well. And I think the Disney Plus stuff has all been great. Some of it might have lost its way a little bit, in my opinion, but that's just my opinion. Uh, the movie stuff they can't quite figure out, but that's because they ended the Skywalker. They ended the movie. They were like, well, this is the end of the Skywalker saga. It's like you put an ending on it. Now you want to make more of what? If the story's done, what are you continuing on? That was their mistake. And whether that was her or Iger or whatever, who knows? Uh, so that's why I'm, I just think we need to like just settle down on the Kathleen Kennedy hate, but also the upset, also like the, the other end where people praise her a little bit too much. You don't know. She's doing a job. I don't go into your workplace and critique your, I used to used to be, but most people I don't go into their workplace and critique their jobs that I don't know anything about. Uh, so I would just like maybe chill out on the Kathleen Kennedy hate or love affair. Like, it's just like, she is what she is. Indiana Jones is coming out. Let's hope it's amazing because it's Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And Indiana Jones is amazing. And this will be the last one with Harrison Ford. So let's hope for the best. And that's the bottom line. Just hope for the best. That's fair. Now, when are we going to talk about Picard? I'm ready. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> I, uh, I just hope that they don't pull a Westworld and change the outcomes because of fans' predicted spoilers. Whoa, what? That's wild. Um, they've done that with, like, Scream 2 did that. They changed the killers mm-hmm. in Scream 2, and I thought for the better. I haven't seen Scream 6, so don't ruin it for me in the comments. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up this show we're gonna try. We're gonna do these more often. The live chat that night more often. I uh, promise digital, I'll be better prepared next time. He won't be here again. And we're gonna do some on digital charcuterie. Super Tuesday is gonna come back, and Casual Friday will be coming back as well. Um, and then all Patreon will get a link uh, to join us on one of the live shows. And then and then we're doing channel members as well. I think and I think the ten dollar. Anyway, whatever. Channel mem- some channel members can join, but Patreon, all of you can join as well. So there's a lot. Scotty Hawks here. Scotty's going to join us on Super Tuesdays going forward as well. He agreed to it today. And uh, that's all it's going to go. Scotty's got some uh, he's got some thoughts going on in his head about everything. And I know that he hates Kathleen Kennedy more than anybody else. And I'm going to clip that and make it a short. And we're going <laughs> to... Scotty's got some good views, good points. So he's going to join us on some too. Uh, whether he likes it or not. Anyway, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Steve's got to go make a grilled cheese sandwich, and I'm going to get some sleep. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Steve, where can uh, everybody find you if you want them to find you? Some somewhere on Twitter, casual pop fan. No. That's it. All right, guys, thanks so much for watching. Give us a like and a subscribe. Tell your friends, and until next time, may the force of others may the force of others be with you. There it is. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video.